Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host. Hope you have peace in Christ today. So many things going on in the world that can easily shake us and give us a troubled heart and lead us to discouragement, living in fear. The Lord wants us to know that we have power within us. We have a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And hope does not disappoint us. Hope is a power, right? It's a power. It's a grace. It's a theological virtue. It's a work of the Spirit in us that gives us a new power and a capacity to see beyond the moment in the fallen world that we're living in, being able to see existence, your own personal existence, in an eternal perspective. Understanding where you came from, knowing why you're here, and with hope in particular, knowing where you're going, your destiny. The kingdom of God has begun to live in you, in your baptism, your new life in the Spirit. You're on a journey, and God's got you in the palm of his hand. You are right there. You're a child of God. You're in his family, and he's got his eye on you, and he wants to help you and me to be able to live in the freedom and the joy that he promised. He said, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. Right? I came that you might have joy and have it to the full. Now, he's not saying you'll have those things when all the circumstances in life are just working out great for you. So he's saying in any and all circumstances, right? Like Paul would say, I learned the secret of contentment. In him who's the source of my life, I have, in source of my strength, excuse me, I have strength for everything, no matter what the circumstance. And it's not sort of pie in the sky, wishful thinking. It's Christian realism. We don't expect from the world what the world will never give us. Total peace, total happiness, total unity, fulfillment of all our desires. It, it can't happen. It won't happen because it's a fallen world. And this is not our permanent home. It's a temporary home for us. And so we, we live in this place with love in our hearts, but with a certain detachment. And we're not surprised by the upheavals that are constantly emerging in the world. I mean, you know, since 2019, it's so interesting. You might say the whole world didn't experience it quite this way. But in 2019, even though there was a lot of people upset about our politics at the time, there was our economy was absolutely soaring and boats were lifting pretty much everywhere. Not not everywhere, obviously, but it was tremendous prosperity, which people often say, well, when they're prospering financially, all is well. But since that time, 2020, when COVID began, we've had quite a journey now. We're about to enter into 24 and four years of, of upheaval and difficulty and confusion on so many levels. And it upsets us, can get us into a place where, well, wait a minute, the circumstances aren't good. It's just so discouraging and it's sad and it's fear, fear inducing and the rest. And Jesus say, no, I'm talking about a power that transcends that. And I want you to have access to it. I want you to draw on that power. And we see it when we read the lives of the apostles. When we see Jesus, he certainly did. And But it can be easy for us to say, well, yeah, well, he's the son of God. He already knows what heaven is. He's tasted it. It's in him. He is it. He's the eternal son of God. But listen to the apostles who he, he spoke to about these very kind of issues. And he said, remember, I'm giving you a new power. I'm giving you a new capacity to live a new way of life. I want you to know 
you will not escape tribulation in this world. It just won't do it. In fact, because not only the, the basic tribulations that are in the world, that everybody at one time or another experiences, but by virtue of the fact that you're identified with me, that you're my follower, that you've become my disciple, the world's going to hate you because it hated me first. But don't let it bother you. I said, what? Don't let it bother me. I want my life to be fun and comfortable and easy and entertaining. And, and you know, I don't want anybody to not like me. I don't even like when people look sideways at me. I mean, what are you saying, Jesus? He's saying, this is, you've entered the kingdom, my kingdom, my rule, my dominion that I brought to the earth, the kingdom of my father. And I'm telling you, and you don't like to believe it, but you live in a fallen world that is inhabited by another kingdom, kingdom of darkness that radically resists the rule of God. And you, my father, Jesus is saying to us, in you, that is Peter Herbeck, and others, you have in you, you have a fallen heart. You have a you have the working of the flesh. There's something in you that wants to resist my kingdom and my father. And I'm coming to help you with that, to subdue that. Like Paul would say, I think it was in Romans eight, right? He said, If by the if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. What he means is that the yes we say to the temptations, the deceptions of the enemy to go for things that we know God doesn't want us to touch, right? We've all taken a bite of the apple, for sure, in different ways. And Jesus said, I'm going to give you a heart that gives you new power to trust my Father 100% and to be able to walk in peace and then come into the life that's mine, even in these troubled and difficult times. So we've been looking this week at the essence of Christianity from John's first letter, First John chapter five, we've just made our way through a few, few verses here. And in today I want to look at verse four. He says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. If you were baptized into Christ, you are born again. You were born of God. You become a child of God and were given new life, graces, power to overcome the resistance of the world and the seduction of a fallen world and the intimidation of a fallen world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. This is so beautiful. So listen to John. He's saying, what do the children of God possess? What have they been given? What's happened to them that made them children of God? How did they access it? Where's the power that's present in it? And he's living from it. He said, the world, prior to this, the world was the biggest power we could see and touch. But we have seen, as he told us in the first chapter, a greater power. The divine life, the eternal life that was with the Father has appeared. And the powers in this world are nothing in comparison to it. Because it's all temporary. It's under judgment. It's coming a time when it's going to come be brought to an end. But the eternal life will never end. And it can't be conquered. There's no power greater than it. And John is saying here, that's present in us as children of God. And so we're able to walk, as we said yesterday, in the commandments of God and and follow in the footsteps of Jesus because something is greater in us than that's in the world. He said, this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Our faith. Faith is not just an emotion. 
Faith is a, is a radical turning of the mind and heart to a person under the grace of God to accept Jesus as Lord, as Savior, to come into a relationship with Him and to come into His reality and to love Him and serve Him and to belong to Him. Faith is the surrender of the mind to the truths that He revealed, but even more deeply, it's a surrender of the whole person in trust to God. We see it in people like Abraham, our father in faith, you know, the the uh, Eucharistic prayer mentions it. I love that line. You know, he's our father. He's a nomad of faith. He left everything he had built, everything that was secure. When he left, everybody thought he was nuts. Where are you going? To the land of promise? What do you mean? Where'd you get this idea? Well, God appeared to me. Oh, he did? Who is he? Like, why would he appear to you? And Abraham said he did, and I believe him, and I'm going. And his whole clan moved with him. Verse 5, who is it that overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. He who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. If you confess with your lips that Jesus Christ is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what St. Paul, the Word of God, tells us. Faith, that is this radical surrender of trust to Jesus, is the great power that's working in us that brings about salvation. You know, by grace you have been saved through faith. Another line, another key part of this line is John saying that what overcomes the world is belief in what? In Jesus, that Jesus is the Son of God. He's not just another enlightened person. There's a lot of confusion out there today, even with certain voices in the church is saying, well, yeah, yes, there's something exceptional about Jesus, but the Christ is the eternal son of God, you know, is the one from all eternity. And Jesus is, you know, okay, he's, you know, he's like us, but no, Jesus Christ himself, the son of Mary is God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten and not made, one in being with the Father. Through him all things are made. Through the the eternal Son of God took on human flesh, and he's united himself to us in the flesh. So it's really important to confess Jesus Christ as Lord. That's the the fundamental cry of the apostles. So he, he is the Lord. The Christian community confesses that he's the Lord, the only Lord, the one, the only Savior of the world. But he's my Lord. This is a confession we all need to make. And that's how we enter life in that confession. We're baptized into Christ, enter the church. And the church says together, he's our Lord. We all share this reality. We all belong to him now as he forms a new family in the kingdom of his father. I want to jump ahead to verse, verse, yeah, verse six. Let's go there. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ not with water only, but with water and with blood. It's very interesting, isn't it? And the Spirit is the witness because the Spirit is the truth. So John is touching on basically three three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. Well, the water is baptism. Jesus was baptized in the Jordan. 
he modeled for us. John, John is the one, the forerunner, calling people now to prepare the way for the coming of the Son of God. How is that way made? It's made through repentance and baptism. Now, Jesus didn't have to repent of any sin, but he yielded to the Father's will, and John baptized him in water. And then what happened in that baptism? A revelation of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit happened, right? Jesus was revealed. The Father said, this is my beloved Son. The Holy Spirit was present there. There's a theophany. We get an insight there into the Trinitarian reality of God, but also what baptism will mean for us. We become children of God. So they testify. The Spirit testified. The water in baptism and then the blood of Jesus testified. Right? That's the cross. The beginning of Jesus' ministry, baptism, the end of his earthly ministry, he dies on a cross. He takes away the sin of the world. He sheds his blood, his very life blood for our salvation. The Spirit, the water, and the blood testify. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the Father's testimony and how critically important it is to see what is it the Father's testifying to in his Son. Brothers and sisters, the journey with the Lord is just so overwhelmingly beautiful. And he wants you to be able to experience that beauty. He wants you to experience the power of living with him. He wants you to really overcome the pain in your life, the resistance, the anger, the bitterness, the unforgiveness, whatever it is that you're struggling with, so you can come into your inheritance, which is what? To walk in the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness. This is real, and it's for us. And if we pursue Him, He will give it to us. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.